You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with the Dunstan Group. I'm DC Lucchese sitting in for Brian Young. I'm here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. Welcome to the show. Now, there's an old saying that goes, lead, follow, or get out of the way. And whether you believe that one to be from Thomas Paine, General Patton, or some really old Chrysler commercials, it's still a damn good quote. And the trouble is, leadership or being a good leader or just a good follower isn't that simple. Now, our guest here on the Brand Builders podcast knows that subject well. John Eads is CEO of LearnLoft, a full-service organizational health and leadership development company, a LinkedIn top voice and a darn good speaker himself. John, welcome to the podcast. I appreciate it. John, welcome Glad to be here. Yes, sir. Thank you for showing up today. And let's start with that concept of leadership. Can anyone be a leader? And if everyone can, who's left to follow all the leaders? Great question. There was a study done by Leadership Quarterly a few years ago, and it looked at uh, leadership in terms of people. And what it found was that 24% of a person from a leadership perspective, is DNA. 76% is learned. So while I don't know if you or I, I mean, I, I think I have some of that DNA in me, but I've also failed miserably in my leadership career. So uh, what that study tells me is that everybody can become a better leader. You might not go on to be one of the great leaders of all time. You might not be a Martin Luther King or a Abraham Lincoln or a Dwight D. Eisenhower, but but everybody can be a better leader. And I think the natural question is, why is that so important? I mean, because if leadership is not about you, it's about the people that you're leading. Now, all of a sudden, how you becoming a better leader is much more important than just the impact it has on Scott, because it has an impact on your entire team, my entire team, the people we influence, my family, wherever I'm leading. So that's why it's so important. I think a lot of people seem to be, or might be a little afraid of, of being a leader or having all that responsibility on their back. If, if you know, they're part of a team, like I, I feel like folks tend to gravitate towards being part of the herd versus the goat. And I mean, do you see that day in and day out? Like, or are you just, you know, just curious? Well, I think the, if not you, then who? I mean, it's, it, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, it's, uh, the easy thing to do is to be a part of the herd. The hard thing to do is be someone that steps up, takes the responsibility, and and looks to take people somewhere greater than where they are today. So I, I that's the way I like to look at it. But if not you, then who? And and when I think back to leadership and how I'm even here today, I started thinking that I had this natural born DNA that I talked about. And about a year into LearnLoft, uh, things just weren't going as planned. And so what do most young managers or leaders do? They take their most expensive resource or person and they let them go. And that's exactly what I did. And uh, at the end of that meeting, Scott, my soon-to-be ex-colleague looked at me dead in the eyes and she said, I didn't know where we were going. I didn't know how I was helping us get there. And I certainly didn't know why we did what we did. And in that moment, it really hit me right between the eyes. The problem was not my team at all. The problem was me from a leadership perspective. And for anyone that's ever been in that position, 
It's a tough thing to hear. Jocko Willink famously said, there are no bad teams. There are just bad leaders. And I, I was I was living proof <laughs> of that, man. And uh, it was a hard thing to handle, but it's where my purpose for why I exist was born. And so I think God knew what he was doing. I'll say, I'll, I'll, as a lifelong Cubs fan, I'll say there have been some <laughs> bad teams, John. So it was like, <laughs> well, I would argue there have been some bad. I would argue that the uh, there have been some. The, now you have one of the best managers of all time, and <laughs> right you see on, what the right. results are. You are correct. You are correct. That that is a great point. So my question to that point is, you mentioned Martin Luther King. You mentioned Abraham Lincoln. What are some unifying qualities? Like you said, it may or may not be in your DNA, but what are some qualities that a leader can be built from? We like to look at four things. Uh, we call it the leadership compound theory. The, the first two are confidence and drive. Now, if you only bring confidence and drive to work every single day, it's what we call the jackass compound. Okay. Nobody really wants nobody really wants to work with you. I mean, you often succeed in companies, but you get there by stepping on others to get there. Uh, on the bottom half of those two circles is what selflessness and character. Selflessness is humility, thinking of other people. Uh, character is the mental and moral qualities distinctive to you as an individual. Do you make the right decisions? Are you a good human being? So if you only bring those two things to work, it's what we call the cordial compound. Just too nice. I mean, we're not going to probably get very good business results if that's all we bring. So what we really need is people and organizations to bring all four of those things together every single day. Confidence, drive, selflessness, and character. And when we have employees and team members that do that every single day, I promise the results will be there. Because teams will work more efficiently and effectively together. Is there a way to grow any of those? Say, I've got one or two or three of those. How do I or can I grow or cultivate Develop. one of the other ones? Well, that's a great question. Uh, confidence can 100% be developed. I mean, by what you put in every single day, by what you read, by who you surround yourself with, by the achievement. You know, confidence is built sm small things every single day. It's kind of how you eat an elephant, one bite at a time. Like it's it's <laughs> if you spend your time watching Netflix every single night putting garbage in, I promise it's not going to build your confidence. Conversely, you surround yourselves with three or four really successful people, and you meet once a week and you talk it out about what's going on in your life, I promise you're going to get better. You're going to get more confident in what you're doing. So confidence can definitely be taught and developed. Drive is a little harder, right? Some people are wake up driven to succeed in type A. And uh, I think it can be developed, but it, it it's much harder to teach. Uh, selflessness absolutely can be taught. And, and the one way I like to look at selflessness is when I interview anybody, I, I want to know, do you think about people other than yourself? And I ask that question. Everybody says, yeah, I think about, I think about people other than myself. Well, I say, how do you, tell me about a time when you did something for somebody else, particularly outside of work. So my one bit of advice, one advice to anybody listening today, which is find a way to serve people outside of work, volunteer, get involved. Like, I don't care if it's in your church, in your community, in your family, whatever it may be, find a way to get involved outside of work. So that way I know as an employer or someone that's going to hire you to part of my team, 
that you have a servant heart because at the core of leadership is serving and empowering other people. So we have to have that. And then, you know, character, I think, is developed when you're a little kid. And, and I think it, a lot of it comes through what you're seeing and what you've watched. But um, everybody can you know, improve their character, make good decisions. No, it's about a choice. Do you talk a lot about like in your leadership forums about operating outside of your comfort zone? Of course. I mean, any, anytime you're going to, anytime you're going to improve, you're going to have to go outside of where you're comfortable. Right. And the, you know, uh, the, uh, the old quote, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I think everybody's heard it. We're familiar with that. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you can even think back to when we started the follow my lead podcast, which is almost three years ago and 14 seasons. I mean, I can distinctly remember saying, I don't know if I should start a podcast. Right? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> yeah. And and you got to get, yeah, I was uncomfortable. I'd never done it before. Uh, and that show has been the best professional decision I've ever made. Talk on that a little bit, if you will. Well, when you're getting into the, when I, when I, my purpose was born to help other people become better leaders through that terrible experience and that poor leadership example that I gave to my team, I had to get the knowledge. I had to find some way to impart the knowledge that I needed to teach others. And the podcast was the medium to do that. So uh, think of interviewing 120 of the best leaders that I can find and then editing those podcasts and then creating show notes for those podcasts. I mean, not only am I getting it one time, I'm getting it three times. And so it's been the most incredible tool for um, the knowledge transfer that I needed to teach other people. And then the second part, uh, if anyone interested in starting a podcast, is the network that it builds. I mean, I have CEOs all across America that I can text right now that I never would have been able to text without the show. So uh, those are the two big things. The knowledge that people need to go perform better at work or to do whatever they're trying to do. And then the second part is the network that's built, a very intentional network. Who would you say is your your favorite interview? It's an easy one. There's a guy named Bob Bodine in Dallas, Texas, and they say he's the most powerful man in sports you've never heard of. He's an executive search guy, found the commissioner of baseball, athletic directors. And I tell this story all the time. By the way, I've had a lot of good people. Oh, it's, of course. It just I, He stands out to me because uh, – he told me a story called The Father's Blessing. And The Father's Blessing is an old Jewish tradition where the father would lay his hands on, a son, on his son's head and he would tell them at night, you're going to do great and mighty things. I'm going to pour everything I have into you. And the minute I heard that, I told Bob, I said, I'm going to steal that the rest of my life. And so now every night I lay my hands on my kids' heads when I put one of them to bed and I tell them you're going to do great and mighty things. I'm going to give everything I have and pour it into you. You're going to change the world. And when I forget to do it, which is often because I'm a forgetful guy, my wife will tell you I have ADD. And uh, (laughs) my, the best part is I'll have a six year old look at me right in the eyes and say, dad, what about the father's blessing? So that's a beautiful thing. It is. I mean, think about that transfer of belief I'm providing to that kid. And Mm -hmm. it's not really me, but, but Bob Bodine taught me that. And, uh, and uh, that's just one example from the show where I'll, I could never repay him for that. Uh, That'll build the confidence level. And to your point, 
kind of born with the DNA, but I think also it has something to do with the way you're brought up. No question. So if you're instilling that early, he's confident. He believes in himself. Hopefully he possesses all the things you just mentioned to be a great leader. And what I've learned is, man, I think leaders, some, like you said, there's two different types of leaders. I know that I'm not the smartest guy in the bunch, but I'm smart enough to surround myself with smart people and folks that care. And I do care. And I, I think that makes a great leader. Absolutely. Um, so I'm just curious, like some of the other qualities or some of the challenges you have shaping folks into a better leader, some of the feedback you hear maybe um, that, that's most difficult for people to do or shift their mindset or. I'll tell you the, the most important thing I believe is this little thing called self-awareness. Uh, most people tend to not be self-aware in how they're doing from a leadership perspective. They're, whether that's ignorance or don't want to hear it. I mean, the, the biggest mistake we see leaders make is not asking their team for feedback about how they're doing. And oftentimes it would just take asking. <laughs> right. And well, asking and then listening. And listening is always a hard thing. Give too. them an opportunity to mm -hmm. tell you how you saw it. But, what, what, <laughs> but when's the last? It's a good. It's a good point, right? But how empowering would it be for a team member to have their boss come up to them and be like, "Man, I'm just trying to get better. Can you tell me how I'm doing? I sense that I've been struggling or not doing exactly what you need. Is there anything that comes across? I promise there will be things." So, but so I think self-awareness is one of the biggest things anyone who leads a team can, can get better at. And the only way to get better at self-awareness is to ask others how you're doing. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a great now, point. And, and to that, what makes us as a people, I'm using the air quotes and the capital U, us, what makes us want to follow certain leaders and what makes other folks who think they may be leaders kind of a turnoff? Well, uh, confidence is a big part of that, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I think uh, like anyone would say, there's this kind of gets into personal brand too, which, uh, you know, we've been thinking a lot about mm -hmm. uh, leaders' personal brand and CEOs' personal brands. And, you know, we, we've had this, I promise I'll get to the answer, but the, the, <laughs> the, the corporate brand is certainly important. Right. But with the way the internet and the media has come about, our personal brands are almost as important as our corporate brands, mm -hmm. even in big companies. And so I think that's where the personal brand is so important in order to attract other people to you so they get excited about where this company is going or what you believe is possible with this company. We, we talk a lot about vision and that being really important from a leadership perspective. All a vision is is a clear goal plus a completion date plus a carrot. Clear goal plus a completion date plus a carrot. And uh, if you have, if you're attracting people to you and you have really good relationships with your people and you set up this vision for what's possible for your team or your company or your organization, people get excited about that and they want to go someplace that they haven't currently been. So I think confidence is a big part of why people are attracted to you. But ultimately, it's about knowing that leadership is not about you, but it actually is about them. You're, you, you literally get excited to see that person on your team achieve something that they have not yet achieved. Because when they achieve things, guess what? Your core organization and your team are going to achieve more. Mm -hmm. So that's what's kind of neat about it. I mean, uh, 
I think you have to have that attractive quality though, where people are saying, I want to go with this man or woman somewhere better. And and he can he or she can help me get there. I love it. Man. That's it, it seems simple in theory, but right. it's, it's hard because you have to <laughs> practice this stuff day in, day out. And the moment you do something out of character, you could tarnish all the progress you've made as a leader, right? So you, I mean, you, you, t- t- tell me if I'm wrong. No, you're a hundred percent. I mean, right. you've got to I mean, walk the walk, talk the talk, and do it again and again and again, all every over every day, single day. That's I mean, right. we talk about modeling it, right? Trust. I mean, it, it. Well, trust is the ultimate human currency, as my as my uh, as my friend Bill McDermott, the CEO of SAP, told me on the podcast. I mean, it's true. People buy into the leader before they buy into the vision. I mean, having that bond of mutual trust between leader and team is everything. It goes way beyond leadership. I mean, our life is about relationships. Absolutely. And so uh, I think it's a really brilliant point. And as a leader, you are watched like a hawk. One bad mistake, one bad choice erases all of the trust that's been built. So I think anyone that's in a leadership position listening Take your responsibility really seriously uh, because that one bad decision, I tell this story all the time. Uh, it, it's the same at home though, right? With your spouse or your future spouse or your <laughs> girlfriend or boyfriend. I mean, look, you're, it, tr- if you don't have trust in, that rela- in those relationships, you cannot effectively lead other people. It's impossible. Uh, if they don't know you're going to do what you say you're going to do, then why would they follow you at all? I wouldn't. You wouldn't. <laughs> well, you wouldn't. No. In fact, you might avoid the person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made an active effort to surround myself yeah. with that kind of person and let the others go. I mean, you have to. Well, I think there's a there's a there's a, there's a there's a hard lesson there uh, for anybody out there. There, Dabo Sweeney, the head coach at Clemson, he says. Um, I'm not here to serve my players' talents. I'm here to serve their hearts. And when people choose not to meet the standards set by a program or a company or a leader, um, it's time that they go work somewhere else. That's not weakness. That's actually serving their heart and not their talents. There's a different way to think about it. And I, I wish more organizations would think like servant leadership is not weak. It's in fact strong and people will either choose to meet the standards you set as a leader. If you have really good relationships and you're really clear about what good looks like or they won't. And if they don't choose to meet it, that's okay. I love you, man. You just got to find somewhere else to work and we can stay be friends. I'll still try to help you. It's just not going to be here. (laughs) Understood. Understood. Now off record, you mentioned, uh, something about your brand and some of the failures you've had and getting to the level of success you're achieving now. Uh, could you talk a little bit about that? Because all leaders do fail, right? Oh, for sure. Uh, well, specifically about brand, uh, we learn loft is three years old and I can remember coming up with a name. It was the hardest thing maybe I've ever done in the business. I mean, trying to find a URL and a logo and, uh, our, our cool story, our logo was designed by a 31-year-old graphic designer uh, that was in our business, and she got colon cancer. She's passed away. 30, mm. 31 years old, she passed away. And 
I don't to look at your logo or your brand, what what you've created or what puts on a shirt or what you know people see um, on the internet. I didn't actually come up with that logo. Someone that's no longer with us did, which is kind of cool, right? Um, and it changes and it evolves. And you know, we started as a learning technology company only. So when things didn't go as fast from a learning technologies perspective and that event happened with my coworker, that's where we got into the leadership development space. And so to see the evolution of a brand and what you're known for and why you do what you do, I, I think it's what really good companies and leaders and companies do is to say, why do we do what we do? And, and as we evolve and we better help our clients and we learn more, it's okay that that message changes. I mean, I'm amazed at how many times we've changed our website. I mean, <laughs> it's almost like uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, to give you an idea, we changed our website last week to better reflect what we're doing. And yesterday we updated it again. I mean, right. in a week, it's like, you know, in, in the language on a LinkedIn profile or the language on our company page, like you almost have to look at it at least monthly particularly when you're you're growing and you're young and you're mm -hmm. trying to find your path like don't be afraid it's okay it's okay evolve it go where you need to go and you hit on something talking about your logo and your brand and i mean that's that was that person's legacy what kind of legacy do you think that not only great leaders but learn loft and yourself what kind of legacy are you trying to put into place I want this, I mean, I, I, my life is not about me, man. And, uh, and I don't want Learn Loft to be about me either. Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of gets into the struggle that I face on a daily basis in terms of the brand, which is, is it about John Eads or is it about Learn Loft? And I believe it's through experience now, it's very difficult to grow a corporate brand it's much easier to grow a personal brand. And if you're a small business out there, somebody has to be driving that brand. And it's something I've wrestled with a lot, uh, it being about John or it being about Learnloft. And I don't want it to be about, all about John, but I also understand there's a responsibility that I have to grow my company and provide opportunity for my employees and my team members and myself where I'm okay to be the person in front of it. Uh, but we've always built products and offerings not around John. I'm okay to be the person out there on this podcast mm -hmm. uh, or on the video or doing this talk or doing the training session or leading the podcast. I'm fine with that. Um, but it can't just be about John being on other stage and that be our entire business. There's just no scalability in that. And I will never get reach the impact that I'm trying to reach. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I do think there's a real struggle there for businesses, which is how much is it about Scott and how much is it about the Dunstan group? Even though it has his name on it. Uh, <laughs> he changed his name to yeah. match the business. <laughs> Actually, it, I, I used to get a joke because it was the Dunstan group when it was just me. <laughs> but as you, as you said, vision is important. I knew yeah. there'd be a group. And 10 years later, there is a group. And, and I struggle with the same thing. Like, I don't, I didn't even want a title. Like, McLean in our office gave me my title as president. 
<laughs> she <laughs> she demanded that that be on my business card. I'm like, no, I don't want it. Like, you know, but um, company was named me because I'd been in the industry for eight years already, and folks, I think, associated my name with what we do. I mean, I don't, that point, I don't but, see any problem with it. I mean, yeah. uh, I just, it's less about the name. I mean, look at Vayner Media, right? I mean, sure. has his name on it, has Gary Vaynerchuk's name on it. Sure. Now, you could make the argument that a lot of that is about him, but I would say he's built an incredible business that he's just the lead man of. I mean, he doesn't do a lot of the work, uh, right? you know, <laughs> I mean, they help, they help big companies now and he, you know, so I, yeah, it's, it's completely okay that, that you're yeah. involved and you had that experience and your name's yeah. on it. But if it's only about you, Not I would argue close, that uh, you're building the wrong thing. Anyone that, uh, anyone that works with us or knows us knows that, Man, it's my team. <laughs> it's yeah. my team. I mean, we're we're a team. It's all of us. We all count, you know. Um, and without them at this point, we'd be in trouble, man, for sure. So uh, very thankful for that. And uh, tell us a little bit more about your Follow My Lead podcast and how folks could tune in and listen to some of your great advice, leadership. Well, we uh, the, the Follow My Lead podcast is – its purpose is to transfer stories from today's leaders to the leaders of tomorrow. That's why I started it. Can I go learn from the best leaders today to go help the leaders of tomorrow? Because the earlier you start talking about serving and empowering other people as the core of leadership in someone's life, the better chance they have of living it out when they get in those positions mm -hmm. of power. Um, and so that was its purpose. And there are weeks, it's a lot of work. And after you've done this many episodes of 14 seasons, there are weeks that I'm like, ah, I'll just stop after this season. You know, because originally I did it to get that knowledge into me too. And sure. not that I, I think leaders are always learning and I'll, I'm always, but I talked earlier off is, is it's very difficult medium to grow an audience pass. And I, I mean, it's been great to have 300,000 downloads and, you know, yeah. um, get the kind of reach that we've reached, but it's, it's a hard medium to grow. So go back, listen to any of the incredible episodes that we've had and um, follow my lead. It's on iTunes and all the places you would expect. Um, but I'm getting into a video based show that we call today. I begin. Um, there's a Latin phrase called nunc Chepi. And what nunc Chepi means is today I begin. And the whole idea behind the show is I really don't care how you've been leading in the past up until this point. I don't really, you know, you can use the faith example if you want. I, I don't really care what you've been leading a living like up until this point. What I care about is today I begin. Today I'm going to start doing it better. Today I'm going to start leading for other people. Today I'm going to be a better dad. Today I'm going to be a better spouse. Today I'm going to be a better business owner, whatever it may be. Uh, and so Nuke Chepi and uh, the new video-based show is called Today I Began. We've done three episodes and... Uh, that's what I'm kind of kind of moving in that direction. I, I like the video aspect of it. Um, and so we're going to start doing more of those. Very cool. Well, if folks are wanting to learn more about your business, how to get a hold of you, um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, learnloft.com, pretty simple. We, we provide culture surveys uh, to better understand what level of culture is in your organization. We provide leadership development programs. Our welder leader program is our most popular program. It uses an assessment to improve the self-awareness of a leader and then content behind it to improve those skills. And then we use our learning technology and our learning platform to serve up 
um, content over a long period of time to help improve those skills over time. So anyone out there that, you know, is trying to improve their skills of their frontline managers or measure the culture of their organization, uh, you can find out more at learnloft.com. Learnloft.com. Well, John. It's got a good ring to it. it does, <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds real good. Uh, well, John, thank you for your time today, man. Very informative. And uh, I appreciate intrigued. what you guys are doing. It, uh, it Brand matters. Brand matters. It matters a, a great deal. People, um, and you can have either, a, much like a culture, you can have a positive brand or you can have a negative brand. And it's being shaped every single day, whether you know it or not. And so be proactive, shape your culture, shape your brand in a positive way and, uh, and, and know that it takes real work. It's not easy, man. It's a, it's a journey. It's not a destination. And uh, put in the work every single day to evolve it and capture it in the direction that you want to go. And, and I believe good things will happen. I agree. Thank you very much, sir. We enjoyed it. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.